0: Hey, peoples, this is another movie review of The Night Before Christmas. As always, I want to say thank you for listening. That really means a lot to me. And on to the review. So The Night Before Christmas is a Netflix movie about a knight in medieval times traveling to present day and falling in love. And that's basically the movie. Now I don't want to call this movie bad, it's just kind of dumb and pretty unoriginal. Like you can see moments in this movie that you've seen in other movies like Thor, Enchanted, Kate and Leopold, Beauty and the Beast, certain movies like that. Also, the movie's kind of boring. I was actively forgetting stuff moments after they happened, to the point where in the movie, there's a scene where one character gives another character a gift, and they say, oh, you remembered. And they were referencing something previously in the movie, and my first thought was like, oh, I completely forgot because it's that boring like nothing is memorable there's no magic there's no spark it doesn't have that christmas charm like other movies do and it's just a very stale kind of movie and pretty much the main issue is the story the story is just so blah and i'll try to hit all the main points without spoiling anything but this movie is so bare bones that i mean i'll probably spoil something so i apologize i'll try to miss the big things in the film but we start off in medieval times with our male love interest named cole So he's walking through the woods and he comes upon a lady who is magic. I don't know if she's a witch or mage of some sort, I'm not sure. So she asks for help and he says he'll help her. And to reward him, she sends him into the future, which seems more like a punishment than help. But she tells him it's a part of his quest to become a knight, which later on does not come up whatsoever. They just focus on the quest. They forget the knight thing altogether. But anyway, then we zoom to present day where we have our main female love interest, Brooke. And we find out that Brooke is a teacher and to introduce this character, they show her having a conversation with a student and that student's talking about how a boy broke up with her and Brooke's response is probably one of the coldest things you could say to a kid about love basically saying that true love doesn't exist and you're better off focusing on your studies and stuff like that we find out later that Brooke recently just broke up with her boyfriend but that's all they don't talk about a history that she has of countless men that she's broken up with she has a sister who is happily married and has kids her parents apparently stayed together and they both passed away but there is no history of just broken heartedness in her life so to tell a child that love doesn't exist because of one guy that seems like an extreme for that character, it would make more sense if her parents got divorced, if her sister was alone or recently got divorced or something like that. But nope, none of that makes sense. So to force our characters into each other's life, they decide to have Cole walk in the middle of the street and then for Brooke to hit him with her car. And this might be a nitpick, but one thing that annoys me in movies, specifically comedies or romantic comedies is where you see this. When someone hits another person with their car and then they get out and say, oh my gosh, I didn't see you. But moments prior they give us a shot from the inside of the car and you can clearly see out the front window though it is snowing I can see other cars I can see a lot of stuff so she would have seen this man in the middle of the street and stuff like that is such a simple fix throw more snow in front of the car so the viewer can't see either so when the driver claims they couldn't see it makes more sense but anyway she hits him they take him to the hospital the hospital claims like oh he has amnesia doesn't remember who he is and he thinks he's from medieval times and that's how they justify him acting the way he acts and she's like oh my gosh I have to take him in he can stay with me I have a guest room it'll be okay even though I don't know if that's the best message you want to send to people watching this movie but moving on she brings him over and the rest of the movie is pretty much them falling in love hijinks with him and technology and also him helping other people the falling in love portion seem more of just convenience they really don't have anything in common there's no spark in their conversation it's just like oh she's a nice girl he's a nice guy you're here I'm here I guess we might as well fall in love why not the hijinks in the movie between Cole and technology were a little bit annoying for one thing he copes instantly with technology he doesn't freak out at all he's just amazed by everything even though he should be losing his mind this man is introduced to a talking box called Alexa and he's not freaking out like oh my gosh there's a demon inside he's just okay with everything and that was a little bit annoying One hijinks that made me look at Brooke differently was the fact that she let him take her car for a drive. They had a whole gag moment about him not understanding how to turn on the car. He's turning on the windshield wipers, he's rolling up and down the windows, he's turning on the radio, and then he recklessly backs out of her driveway and speeds down the road. But she's like, oh, it'll be fine. And I was like, oh, okay, this lady's an idiot. I guess love makes you stupid. Just really, really stupid. But wrapping up with the story, even though it is weak, there are weaker moments in it. There are two storylines that they shove into this movie that don't add to the film whatsoever. The first one is Brooke's ex-boyfriend. They talk about him a lot, they end up in the same area a couple of times, but they don't interact whatsoever. They build up this storyline as if we're gonna have some type of altercation with him, but we don't. Also there's a light storyline about Brooke's neighbor coming to flirt with Cole and then bring it up in the movie about two or three times. But again, that goes nowhere. It could have been taken out completely and it wouldn't change anything. But that's enough about the story. The directing and shots in this movie are pretty standard. There's nothing creative here. The actors are okay. No one is just outright horrible, but everyone seems to be acting like they know, oh, this is a low budget TV movie. I'm not gonna give a lot of energy to this. And lastly, I wanna talk about some random stuff in the movie that I just picked out of certain sections. And I'm gonna just run through these real quick because I don't wanna take too long. First off, way too much makeup on people. The makeup artist needs to tone it down everyone's face looks like it was caked on also I didn't understand the wigs I didn't understand why you had this little black girl with the wig on could you not pay for her to do her own hair that was strange everything in this movie is too clean and too neat I understand maybe your house can be clean but the school looks way too clean so it looks like a set I didn't understand the witch's powers and the movie didn't explain that because sometimes Cole would see her and she'd have full interaction with other people and then she would switch to a different lady completely. That didn't make any sense. There's a scene in the movie where Cole is playing with the radio in a car and he's pressing all the buttons and is changing the radio stations. He even hits the power button and somehow that changes the radio station. Not how radios work, but okay, moving on. I thought it was funny that when he was watching movies, all the movies that he was watching were on Netflix. And I believe he was watching Holiday in the Wild, which is another bad Netflix movie, which I did review. go check that out on this channel. And lastly, there's a part of this movie where Cole has a horse and pulls Brooke on top of the horse and they're slowly walking away. People in this town start clapping. It makes no complete sense why they're clapping. They're just clapping. Like it's a movie and the movie's telling us you should clap at this moment too. But I didn't because it was bland. This whole movie's bland. This movie is pointless and it's just not good. So no, obviously I don't suggest watching this movie. Do not waste your time. Oh, but if you do waste your time, there is an extra credit scene. But for everyone else who doesn't want to waste their time, don't watch any of this movie. It's pointless. But that's all, peoples. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the likes, the thumbs ups, the retweeting, commenting, subscribing, all of that. I really appreciate it. Please continue to have a great day. God bless. I'll talk to you later.